2: For me life's getting busy i'm tired of weddings last one this weekend thank the lord because i'm ready just to be at home watch sports what's going on fellas i got j cam and smitty joining us tonight nails personal life busy he carried you know the show smitty carried the show Jace carried the show while i was busy so uh what's going on fellas
0: so i have Clarify this. You live in Virginia, isn't that the South? So how could you be at a wedding on a Saturday? Like I thought that was like completely illegal. In fact, it was funny. I went to a wedding in South Carolina, and I explained that these places were available because nobody gets married in the South on Saturdays, and everybody at the wedding looked at me. But then my cab driver was like, shook his head, like, yeah, that guy gets it. So.
2: Well, apparently, uh, my wife's cousin doesn't understand that he's not. I don't, he doesn't even really care about college football.
1: I was going to say, is he a, is yeah. he a UConn fan? <laughs> no, he's is he, he now? I don't want to say that because we got a new we got a new faller that's a former UConn quarterback. So, I, I I'm done bashing UConn. Go UConn. Is he, no, maybe, he... He's bowling, maybe he's bowling green? He's bowling green. I think he's a
2: happy state fan, but he couldn't tell you one player on the team. So. Uh, yeah, he doesn't necessarily like college football. He's definitely more Sundays. I asked the wife to stay home, and uh, I got two options, and I chose to uh, keep my my marriage happy. So I'm going, unfortunately. So there you
0: go.
2: All right, let's uh, let's just jump right into this. Let's go right into the NFL slate. Uh, obviously, the show records it'll be out tomorrow, but I want to get our thoughts on the Packers uh, Cardinals game. So obviously. We had some news: Joe Barry's out with COVID protocol, uh, Lazard's out as well as uh, Devontae Adams. And remember, they still don't have Valdez Scantling; he's still in the IR from his injury. Um, this would be a teaser play for me. The line started at three and a half, and then with all that, you know, news breaking earlier in the week, it's already up to minus six and a half uh, for the Cardinals. So I would, I think, the Cardinals can pull this one out. I think you could swing it either way. Um, you know, if you were to do like a money line parlay, I would roll the Cardinals in there. Uh, you could tease the Cardinals down or tease the Packers up. And I think I think you'll be in that both ways.
0: Yeah, I, I really didn't have a lean for this game just because of all the injuries with the Green Bay receiver core and just, uh, you know, Green Bay really probably, you know, you probably should go against them because of all the things seem to be on their side of the fence. But I just feel like the Cardinals are due for kind of like a stinker. I don't know why. Um, so I stayed <laughs> away from it. I kind of leaned a little bit under, which is kind of shocking because these are two decent offenses, but Arizona's defense is kind of underrated. Um, they've played yeah. fairly well so far. They, they did lose. They did. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it just – I didn't have a good feel for this game. I stayed away from it. I might play it live uh, once we're done podcasting here if I see some, an angle, but nothing for me. So, maybe you have anything for here?
1: Yeah, I gave it out last night. I jumped on it being the teaser cane. I jumped on a teaser with um, – with Arizona or uh with the Packers jumping up to 12 and a half. And I took the Steelers up to nine and a half. So that was a teaser play that I did. Uh I also jumped on uh the first half under 24 and a half. I jumped on two player props. I did um Dylan over 33 and a half. I'm kind of going off the top of my head, and um james connor under 47 and a half rushing yards connor i I jumped on this last week and i lost with connor but connor broke two big runs in that game didn't have a lot of carries had like nine or ten and he broke one early for like 15 yards and then he had like a 26 yard touchdown like late in the fourth quarter that uh, got me in that one so i'm going to go back to the well i like doing that so james connor under.
0: so maddie's not with us but he's with us in spirit so he had these plays for tonight Yep. Robert Tanyan to score plus 170, the tight end from Green Bay. Uh he also had Aaron Jones over rushing receiving 96.5 yards and Rondell Moore to score plus 275, as well as the Packers plus 6.5. So big slate for Maddie in this game on a Thursday night. Two real quick
1: these these, real quick Q these some of these games like Sunday night, Monday night, even like these Thursday night games have kind of started off slow. That's kind of why I want I wanted to go uh, with kind of the under, I like the game under too. I think this was a great spot to um, tease um, the overall, cause it was, I think it's going to go off at like 50 something, I think as That's the right, over. Yeah. Uh, so I thought this was a great spot and a teaser spot too, just because I think green Bay, not a lot of guys, who are they going to throw the ball to? I mean, Jones, a lot, maybe out of the backfield a little bit. So just what's that going to do eat the clock up a little bit, you know, Arizona, you know, they can throw the ball down the field a little bit, he runs that runs clock. He does some quicker throws sometimes too, Um, you know, runs the clock. So I think, I think an under might've been a a good play in this one. That's why I went first half. Sometimes the second half can get a little crazy. So that's why I I like that first half. And I, you know, 24 and a half, I love when it's 24 or higher, especially I love that hook. I love taking the under.
2: Finish this game off a couple stats. I believe it's the last six Thursday night games have hit under and it closed at under 50 and a half. I believe it's the last four games. Aaron Rodgers has played the Cardinals. He's 0 and four. So that's pretty interesting. And then you brought up Tony uh, nails is playing the, uh, Tanya to score. He had 11 touchdowns, 12 touchdowns last year, led all tight ends, uh, in that category. And, I don't believe he has any touchdowns this year. So that's just a little interesting tidbit on that. You know, why, why does he go from leading the league to nothing? Um, I just thought it was a little interesting, but moving on, we got some plays on that. So we got the rest of the slate to talk about. So you have the dolphins traveling to the bills that line right now sits at minus 14 over under 48 and a half. It opened up at minus 11 and a half. Um, I, I think the bills cover that if you can get it at 13 and a half, um, I like that uh, Tua played not that bad, surprisingly last week. I mean, their defense couldn't stop anybody. He drove them down a the field late to score, uh, you know, showed some perseverance um, and the defense just let Atlanta just run up the field and, and have an easy field goal uh, for a chip shot. But I, I think the bills are just so dominant. You know, they're, um, they're going to bounce back from their performance. Uh, I believe last week when they lost to the Titans and then, The Dolphins, I think there some, you know, especially with the two of stuff, you have Deshaun Watson. The rumor is now the Dolphins have agreed to a trade with the caveat of they just got to figure out what his legal situation is uh, before they actually put pen to paper. Uh, So I think that distraction is just going to be an easy blowout on the road for them.
0: Yeah, I mean you look at the last two times these two teams have played, it, it's been brutal for the Dolphins. Uh thirty-five to nothing this season. So this is obviously the second time they're playing. And then uh I think the last game of last season where Miami needed to win to get in and Buffalo played their backups and just brutalized them in the first half. I remember that game. I don't know if it got closer at the end, but it was it was not pretty. And I did have the Dolphins that day. Um, you know, you look at this division game, second time they've played, 13 and a half. You got to wonder if Miami kind of just shows up just with a little more pride. Um, You know, Buffalo's look so good this year. Even the game they lost against Tennessee, like you mentioned, they looked good. It was it could have went either way, um, even if it wasn't their best night. Um, It's really hard. I'm not a big teaser guy, but this would probably be one I would look to tease, even though you really can't get underneath um, the seven key number. so, boy, it, it's it's tough to lay 13 and a half in the NFL. I would probably lean that direction just because I think Buffalo, with the week off coming back here, they just seem to have Miami's number.
1: Yeah, the over in this series, last six, five, oh, and one. It's sitting at 49 and a half. Buffalo's four and two ATS. Man, Dolphins, two and five ATS. The only positive I read. Parker and Fuller, Will Fuller might play in this. So that might add a little bit to that offense, which, you know, Miami's offense too has come back okay from the injury. You know, I said on the last week show, you get a little concerned with all these trade rumors with that, but man, their defense, I just can't believe how bad their defense is right now. It was was so good
2: last week as well
1: yeah and their defense was good last year and it's such a disappointment of where you thought this team was starting to head and I know Q being a Miami fan you'd have to be really upset where what's happening here you know coming off a bye that's always a good thing I yeah this is hard I mean could you take I mean, I think this is a good spot, maybe both ways in a teaser. If you're going to play a teaser 19 and a half or take it down some, I am probably staying off this. I just don't like anything about this. I have said on the show before, I like taking the unders in a teaser with the dolphins just because their offense, but their, their defense is starting to get so bad that I'm just, this is a, this is a no play for me.
2: All right, let's move down to Atlanta. Atlanta is starting to get a little momentum. Their offense is starting to click. Kyle Pitts is just tearing it up now. He had a couple games, you know, welcome to the NFL, and now he's breaking it out. So they're playing division opponent, Carolina Panthers. Line opened up at minus 2.5. It's currently at minus 3. Over-under is 47. If you could buy that point or maybe just wait and see if it drops a little bit, catch the Atlanta at that minus 2.5. I really like that. I think they're a team that's on the rise. Matt Ryan still looks good. Uh, like I say, Kyle Pitts is looking really good. Uh, you know, Calvin Ridley's still there. Um, I just think they're finding their groove. And and I don't know what's happening in Carolina. I mean, they started off really well, and uh, I believe three and zero or three and one, and it's just the the train has fallen off the tracks. I mean, Matt Rule is just he looks dumbfounded on the sidelines. I mean, nothing goes his way. Uh, so i really like the falcons uh if you get minus two and a half you know definitely take it but the minus three is okay as well
0: yeah no i like the falcons too I, I do think that they found something here uh you know tight ends it takes a while sometimes to get a climbing into the offense and know Pitts isn't a true tight end but um it seems like it really helped them that his rod receivers were out for those couple games because they had to basically get him involved and now he is involved and now they have their wide receivers so the offense definitely has some uh much more potent than it was the first couple games Carolina's biggest issue is that Sam Darnold is absolutely terrible. Uh, we said on the podcast last week that basically, if you were handicapping the Carolina Giants game, you're handicapping Sam Darnold. Well, I was on the wrong side of that. I thought he played better, and he was awful again. He benched himself in the second half, uh, which you never see in the NFL. Um, Carolina's defense is still good. That's the only thing that's kind of a little scary in this game. You know, they have the offense is not helping them out at all with the short field turnovers, but yardage wise, they're still playing pretty well. Um, So I I looked at Atlanta covering the three at home. I know it's a division game, but I think they're going to be fine. And I actually kind of lean a little bit under here. I don't see the Carolina offense kind of holding up their end, kind of like they did in, in New York last week.
1: Yeah, since losing McCaffrey, I mean, they just haven't won a game. It's been a big loss. And, you know, we talked about it on the last NFL show. Carolina started the season with a really easy schedule. And now they've kind of run into some teams now. And I think you're seeing what they really are darnold's not good he got benched last week he's supposed to be the starter this week so we'll see where they go here you know they've lost the last four they started three and zero. now they lost the last four they haven't covered they've owned four at ats in the last four or two here so um atlanta's nine and two ats last 11 against um carolina I, I i like the falcons i i take the falcons matt ryan again a little bit of a noodle arm sometimes but he putting up close to 300 yards Pitts is becoming just a machine I like where they're going here they're at home I would I would take Falcons straight up in this one and they got me last week I took Miami I took Miami against Atlanta and got you know Atlanta Miami went up I was covering and they went right down the field against that brutal Miami defense we just talked about and they kicked the field goal at the end of the game so I lost that so but I'm back on my I'm back on the Falcons did anyone won that
0: game because I think everyone who had Atlanta laid the points, and everyone who had Miami took the money line. So it was yeah. like a lose. lose oh situation. no, I had the
1: I had the money line. That's right, I did have the money line. It was brutal.
0: Right. Like the way that game ended, it was like not enough. And then I guess. During the course of the game, Atlanta should have went for two and didn't, which would have changed all the dynamics with the scoring. So, uh, yeah, I think everyone lost on that game. I don't know how it happens, but everyone lost. And that that
1: was a late – that was a late ad by me. That was right probably like a 1245 ad. I just – the line moved – like went down, and I was like, man, this is – it was kind of like when you have that line read game. I had it last Thursday with Cleveland against Denver. Yes. And that was a line game – I didn't like the game. I thought the line was a little, eh, what's going on here. So I jumped on it, jumped up seven, nothing. I thought I was the smartest man in the room and then the game got ugly. And then they took the lead there at the end. And I was like, I'm still going to be the smartest man in the room. And then the Miami defense jumped on the field and then they cost me. So, Hey, that's the way it goes. One-on-one on on line games last week by the teaser King Smith.
2: All right, let's go to Detroit. Detroit 0-7. Gonna host the two and five Eagles. Over unders 48, the line is currently minus three and a half. Eagles are laying the three and a half. I'll tell you I like the uh the Lions at home plus three and a half. I mean, I know they're 0-7, but they're they're probably the best um, non-winning team that I've seen in a while. I mean, they have been in some games. They've had two field goal heartbreak losses, and they played uh, last week they played really well against the Rams. I mean, that was another game. If they're not playing, you know, that beastly team of the Rams, you know, that, that probably would have been their first victory of the season. Um, so, I mean, they've been right there in games. They played with some passion. I mean, with Dan, with Dan Campbell's doing the old Terrell Owens, hey, those are my my players. You know, hey, he's got some passion for those guys. And, and they feel it. And you can see it. Um, I, I, the Eagles are reeling. Uh, obviously, Jalen Hurts is not playing well down there um in Philly uh Devontae Smith I mean it's you could see him I mean they're doubling him up he's the only consistent receiver they have and he's getting doubled you know all game and, and they're not getting the ball to him enough they don't use Miles Sanders which blows my mind he's one of the better running younger running backs in the league and, and to have him not being utilized is, is asinine so I actually like the plus three and a half I really love teasing up the lines to plus ten and a half or plus nine and a half six or seven point teaser
1: and just to jump in here before Jason goes, you know, Q, you said about the Lions being 0-7. They're 4-3 and 3 ATS. They've been in the games. I mean, almost every game. I, I, and I've been teasing them a lot in games. I teased them last week against the Rams up. And, I mean, what did they do? They scored quick. They had an onside kick. I mean, he was playing to get the ball and control the ball. Yeah, I mean, really – Really like this team. I, you know, four and three ATS. So, Jason, go ahead. You can. Well, no, it's I'm, funny I'm, that
0: you say that because I think the nation loves the Lions right now. I'm not sure if Detroit does too because I, we know two diehard uh, Lions fans and they're so jaded that even his, I mean, if you're going to have an 0 and 7 team, you want them to play like the Lions have. Two fake punts last week, onside kick. I mean, they would, they threw the entire kitchen sink at the Rams. Like, we're going to lose. We're going out. Like, we're playing all in, right? And how do you not love that? But a uh, little scary because, you know, it's almost too easy this week to take them with the three and a half at home against the Eagles. Uh, it's like they're a public dog, which is just a little scary. Eagles looked fine in the first quarter of the game against the Raiders last week. And then um, it, everything kind of just shifted once Sanders got hurt because they actually were running the football, which we kind of predicted on the podcast with the offensive line back in order that they would finally start running it. And they were, and the offense was working. And once Sanders got hurt, that complexion of that game completely changed the Raiders took over and I swapped out from the, the Eagle side and a uh, late six and a half with the Raiders for the rest of the game. And I was fine, but, um, it was crazy because it was like I said, it looked like it was going to be a really close game, uh, early. And it just faded late. I don't know what to play here because I don't have faith really in either team. I love the Lions the way they play, but boy, they've been down in a lot of these games too, though, and have kind of rallied late to make it close or to get themselves back in it. Um, you know, looking at the numbers, uh, just kind of squeezing out a little bit. The under, surprisingly, might actually play here a little. Um, and I think it's just because both teams play fairly slowly. I think the Lions do it, just kind of control the game a little bit, and the Eagles just do it just because that's how kind of they go about their business. But uh, I like the Lions. I'm really rooting for the Lions to win. I, if I'm going to play them, I'll probably take a money line just to win and get a little more extra. But
1: I'm really scared the public's so much on them uh, at this point. Well, you said the under, the over has been the play in the series. Now, again, that's the series that could be, you know, over the years, I'm just throwing that, that out there. You know, the Eagles are a weird team to me. They don't run the ball a lot. Then they try to do it. Sometimes Devontae Smith is questionable. I have him on a fantasy. Now it was only headaches. What I read the other day in my fantasy report on him. So you hope he's ready to go. It's just a weird team. Got off, like Jason said, I had him last week. I had him in a teaser against Las Vegas Raiders. Good start. Then it got bad. Then they came really late and scored and got kind of got your hopes up. Like, you know, you thought you were going to maybe cover the teaser play in it. And then it just didn't happen. I don't know if I'll play this game. What I would do here to give out advice, uh, teaser lines, four and three ATS at home. A lot of people like them to win this game outright. I, I just don't know how good the Eagles are. I think it's a trash division except Dallas. So I'm gonna. I take the Lions. Come on, get a win here. This could be a win. Let's get a win here. I can't wait for Thanksgiving just to watch them around noon.
2: <laughs> I I could tell you this: the Eagles are not good. Yeah, there's no, no question it. about it.
1: No argument there. No, not not at all. You know the thing too. Jalen Hurts is just so. You know, I, I've said it on the show. I like the guy. I think he's, he's competitive. And there's sometimes so- you watch him and you're like, wow, like he has, like he make, he can stretch the field a little bit. Uh, you know, he has the, the chance to run the ball. He can throw a little bit on the run and everything. And then there's other times you're like, yeah, they don't have their quarterback. So it's just one of those heads- he's
2: not. He's, I mean, he's not, yeah, they know it. I mean, that's why they were engaged in Deshaun Watson yeah. talks.
1: Here's the thing, Q, you can't throw the ball every play. Like they were trying to do it because trust me, I watched it last year in Pittsburgh. You can't have a quarterback throwing 50 something times a game and barely running the ball. You have to run the ball a little bit in the league. Yeah, but they the Eagles don't. Doing it.
2: They don't. And, and here's another team that we're getting ready to talk about. They don't do it either. Um, until last week, uh, when they played in the rain. So the Colts are hosting the Titans. The Colts are laying one and a half at home over under 15 and a half. I mean, Jonathan Taylor was non existent essentially this entire season until they played the 49ers. And then he then he, you know, has like a breakout game and he looked really well. Um I he needs to be utilized more. You know, if 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 he was used more, I mean, I know he did well in the Dolphins defense, but I'm gonna say that's an outlier because they're just trash this year. Um, but other than that, he hasn't done well. The Colts could be really good this year, even with Carson Wentz, you know, banged up. If they just utilize Jonathan Taylor more, I mean, the guy can catch out of the backfield as well. He's got good hands. Uh, the Titans defense, you know, they played stellar last week, which it blew my mind. I was on the over. I had a teaser over. And, I, and you know, they hold uh, Kansas City to, to single-digit points there. Uh But overall, their defense is not that good. So the Colts actually have an opportunity in this game. Now, the Titans did cover the spread earlier this season. They beat them 25-16, and the the line was minus four and a half. The Titans definitely are going to challenge the Colts. Um, I I probably would tease the Titans up, uh, but I'm just interested to see, like we talked about, You know, Philly doesn't run. uh, Do the Colts start running the ball with Jonathan Taylor? If they do, then it could be a long day for the Titans.
0: Yeah, no, I, I really like the Colts in this game. I think that um, the biggest difference from last time they played is that the Colts are healthier and much healthier, especially on the offensive Yeah, they line. got T.Y. I think back. that was a big key. Yeah, that was a big key to the Niner game, too, is that you have Quentin Nelson back. You're going to get Braden Smith back. Because Jonathan Taylor, he looked like the ultimate mutter in that those conditions. Like, he was the fastest guy on the field by a ton. Like, I don't understand why they didn't just give it to him 50 times like he was back at Wisconsin uh, running through um, Minnesota or something. Yeah, no, I really like the Colts here. And um, I think Tennessee is probably a little bit of a public favorite. They've had two nice wins in a row. But like you said, Q, defense is still not good. And uh, the Colts have the best rush defense DVOA-wise from football outsiders. That's going to help them, obviously, against King Henry. Um, And they're getting a little healthier on defense. It's still not a great pass rush team. So Tannehill will have time. So Over might be in play, even though both teams are a little methodical. So um, might be a little bit questionable under. Biggest shock last week was – Kansas City getting three points in that game. I mean, that looked like such an over, especially when Tennessee got out early. You thought it was just going to be a complete shootout in the second half, and it was just like Snorfest. Well, uh, I'm
1: going to tell you in a little bit why Kansas City's struggling because the quarterback, <laughs> why what he goes home to every night. I'm going to go on a rant about that here today.
0: <laughs> so I really like Indy Lade, the two. And I also, if you're really, I've heard this in a couple places this week, and this makes a lot of sense. Um, if you are on Indy this week, it's not a bad idea to go look for a future for them to win the South um i think it's plus 400 right now um it kind of aligns with this game this is going to put them in good position if they win this game to get them back in the afc south so you know if you're feeling frisky that's definitely if you're going to ride with the colts that's definitely another play uh to add on to that
1: yeah favorite's been the play in the ats in the series i love the colts here you know Taylor, Taylor, I agree with what Q was saying. They they, they don't use them enough. I got them on two fantasy teams, and I'm not trying to be like selfish here. They should he should get the ball a lot more. Reich's offense, you know, it's like sometimes why are they throwing the ball in situations? And you kind of scratch your head and go, just run the ball. Like you have a decent offensive line, you got a stud young running back. What are you doing here? Run the ball. And, you know, Carson Wentz has not turned the ball over a lot this year, and that's been key. Now, I'm going to say this. He could have thrown probably six INTs in that game, what I watched before I went to bed, because it was wet. He was throwing the ball. I mean, this guy is running the ball, and somehow it just – he like, it slipped out of his hands, and he, like, handed it right to a San Francisco guy on a run, too, and he turned it over right by the goal line. The guy can't turn the ball over. Don't put the game in this guy's hands so much. Let him be a little bit of a just a game manager. Throw the ball a little bit. He can still move pretty good, but pound the ball a little bit. You got good wide receivers. Pittman's a stud. You Zach Pascal's
2: not bad. Ty Hilton's a stud. We know that. I mean, I, uh, listen.
1: Um, what's the tight end? Uh, Cox. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, not bad. He, I mean, he caught a touchdown in that game Sunday. The thing is, just don't do it. I like this Colts team, though. I I do like how they're built. Tennessee, too, coming off two really good wins. Now, again, that game last week, I mean, I had them in a teaser because I don't trust Kansas City. And I'll get in that rant in a little bit. But defense, like Jason said, is a train wreck. I, I don't trust them tanny hill though i wish i wrote it down tanny hills numbers on overs are crazy the the over did not hit last week in that kansas city shootout but man since he's become the starter these the over is skyrocketing people have been posting it all week if you like the over go for it but man i love the colts in a straight play here i'm on the colts i'm taking the home team here they're going to beat tennessee tennessee's coming off two big wins two tough wins colts will take care of business sunday at home oh i want to just throw it out here old man in the garage he has two plays he's finally back i think he he was like a bear he was hibernating now he's up all right what's his plays this week well one game is he loves this game and he says sorry smitty you're incorrect he loves tennessee money line dog he said take tennessee they're hot he loves henry he's taking tennessee so it's going to be great smack talk on sunday because i have the colts so carry on boys
2: all right looks like me and uh, old man are going to be on the same side so we'll see how that plays out Uh, we're going to stay in the south division the texans are hosting the rams over unders 47 and a half the rams are going into houston laying 14 and a half i'll be I i don't have a play on this game i didn't even look at it it's an ugly number the rams played ugly last week so if you guys have anything please take the floor
1: yeah, I'm going
0: to draw Taylor, I think is back under center for the, the Texans. Um, I, you know, you look at last week, the Rams obviously got a little bit of a scare from the lions. You think it might translate. I don't think it will. I just don't think the NFL works that way. I'll take the Texans with the 14 at home. Uh, Davis Mills has played better at home and you don't need a lot from him, but you just need more than you got against Arizona last week, which is ridiculous that you could uh, get 20 points and still have no chance of winning the game. Um, but, you know, I just, the Rams are good. They're not quite as good as they were last year. So I don't know if they're good enough to lay 14 on the road. So I'll take the Texans. Probably going to have a lot of dogs this week. And that's, this is one of them. The last two
1: games the Texans have played. You ready for this? This is comical. I like this. They've been outscored 62 to six. <laughs>
2: they're due. They're due.
1: Now I might be incorrect on that. I' Hell saw, no, they're not. Dude. They're 62, they're I mean I, crass- did, I think I'm right. I think I'm right on that. I think it was 62 to 6. Now That's here's gross. the thing though. Here's the thing with the Texans though. Let's go back to the lines a little bit ago. 0 and seven, but four and three ATS. Texans, one and six, three and four ATS. Huh? Huh? I've been on them. I was on them last week. They let me down though. They broke my heart against Arizona. Every week I go against Arizona. I want Arizona to lose. This is like Arizona. So what would you – I agree with what – I think it was Jason said that they do play a little better at home. Now Mark Ingram's gone, just traded back to the Saints.
2: Brandon Cooks is pissed. He, oh, he's pissed. He wasn't he happy
1: with that. He wasn't happy. So oh, Hey,
2: look, I'm changing. Give me the Rams minus 14 because Cooks is pissed. Ingram's gone the whole situation is disaster. They're trying to figure out the Deshaun Watson trade with the dolphins and the Rams played sloppy last week. They're going to beat the piss out of Houston.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing too, with the Rams, six and one, they're four and three ATS. They're four and out of their last four against the Texans ATS. Well, what's going to happen here? You know what, I would. I mean, I love I Listen, my whole why want my one fantasy team is about the whole Rams. I have staffer quarterbacking, I have Cooper Cup, I have Robert Woods. I picked up Tin Man, Deshaun Jackson. I was so desperate last week, I about played all three wide receivers.
2: Smitty, I'll pick you up at the bus stop. We're going to uh, so we're, we're Rams people this week.
1: And here's the thing I, I mean, who, I mean. I don't know. I love you. And I've been saying it all year on these shows. What would I do here? I don't know if I'm going to play this. I mean, I might get a little frisky Sunday because there's nothing else to do here. I would probably I'm like Jason. I think I would tease up the home team and get them up to 20. That's a lot. 21 points. Can it happen? Yeah, because it happened last week with Arizona. But would (laughs) I take the shot? (laughs) What's that, Jason? (laughs) They didn't cover it, though. (laughs) i i why i I mean i'm i'd probably i like a team going back home though that home environment's different on the road i would do if i'm going to play a teaser in this i'd probably take the i would take the texans up to 20 or i'm not playing it at all so
2: all right cincinnati coming off a blowout victory against baltimore travels to New Jersey playing the 1-5 Jets. The Bengals are laying 10 right now, overrunners 43. I absolutely love the Bengals. I think they're going to route them here. The Jets are playing Mike White as of now. Um, even if it was Zach Wilson, I still think they were going to route them. I mean, Jamar Chase is looking to be, you know, the guy in the draft. I mean, he's just putting up numbers and a half. Uh, Burrow, he, he, just, he looks so good i um, No other way to put it. The Bengals are just going to steamroll the Jets here. I mean, they are grooving.
0: Yeah, it's a – like I said, I I like a lot of underdogs this week. Even I don't know if I can hold my nose and take the Jets here. The the, the 10-and-a-half is a lot. The public is all on the Bengals. It's like – it's a young team. They're rolling this, like you said. That was a really impressive win against Baltimore, especially the second half. I mean, that game was 10-10 at halftime, and they just destroyed them. They ran right through them. Big explosive plays, everything you want. Uh, against a pretty good ravens team. Um you know is, it, bro, I mean, is the Mike Broncos, White a downgrade from Zach Wilson? Huh?
2: The Broncos beat him by fifteen plus so the the Bengals surely should.
0: They should. I agree. I just it just this looks like you know this, you know you're gonna go against the public on this game. You could you're getting 10 and a half. I mean the Bengals may win. Maybe that's closer. Uh maybe the offense doesn't click I, if I I don't want to, but I really think I'm probably going to end up taking the Jets with the 10 and a half. I just think this is the nice anti-public play. I can't believe I would say that because the Jets defense is awful. So I'll, hopefully I'll talk myself out of it by Sunday. But uh, that's the direction I lean. I just think it's one of those things where you have a young team in Cincinnati who maybe it's a little full of themselves going into, but I don't know where the Jets are at. I don't see them as kind of uh, in a situation like the Lions or the Texans where they've been kind of competitive
1: in these games. So I'll throw it to you,
0: Smitty. Where you got with this?
1: i i already i put it out tonight i'm on i'm on the under and a teaser in this and this is why well one reason is mike white <laughs> all right this ain't he's not playing old dominion in college <laughs> western Kentucky. all right you see how i threw that in queue? i like that you, you like it? that all right i got more i'm here all weekend I so i like it. You know, Jets are 4-0-1 ATS, last five against Cincy. I'll throw that out. I don't care. <laughs> now, who had who had this? Who had this? Well, me and Jace had this. If you listen to the last show, we said to take Cincinnati. We loved Cincinnati last week against Baltimore. I had it up in a teaser. Man, did I look smart. I mean, that was easy. That was easy. Um, I like this, though. And here's the reason why I like this. You get it up to, I think I got it at 49. Is Cincinnati, this is one of those games that we've talked about, though. It's a big line. I don't care if they cover. But win a little bit. Don't get anybody hurt. You're in the driver's seat a little bit here in the AFC North. Take the foot, you know, to kind of, eh, let's run the ball a little bit here. Here on mixing, give the ball to them, run the clock a little bit. What are you going to get from the Jets? Well, you're going to get a lot of probably just run the ball, real quick throws, nothing downfield. Both offenses aren't, you know, Jets aren't very fast anyway. Can they make a couple stops? Hopefully they can. I'm going to take a chance and tease this up to 49 and take the under. I like that. Score 50. And I'll tell you in a little bit who I'm matching this up with because there's an injury that it's really lingering that I'm going to take a chance and I might even jump on the team that now that has flipped to the favorite in this, but I'm going to take a chance with the points way up in that game and hope maybe he doesn't play. So I'll tell you that in a little bit, but 49 teaser under Jets Bengals game.
2: All right, huge AFC North showdown here. Cleveland Browns are hosting the Steelers. The Browns are laying three and a half at home, over under 42. I'm not going to take any time because I know this is uh, your guys' wheelhouse. <laughs> take the floor.
0: Well, you know, it's it's, it's funny. I would usually – I mean, you heard – if you listen to any shows this week, you'll hear about how Mike Tomlin's uh, road dog record and just as a, a dog in general just really good. Um, and a lot of that's a product because the Steelers always have a good defense, so it keeps them in games. Um, and then the offense is hit or miss year to year. I I don't know what to make of this game. I really want to see the Browns injury report. I mean, they got through the game against Denver with Case Keenan. We played pretty well, actually. And the offensive line's back. Um, you saw the Browns run the football pretty well with a guy that couldn't get a job in the uh, All-American Football League. So it was pretty impressive. You have to have a little concern if you're a Steelers fan because Seattle basically got Back into the game against the Steelers on Sunday night are running the football and ran right through them. And the Bengals kind of did the same thing, the one game I attended, where um, you know, Steelers are a little if you run away from Cam Hayward, those other two defensive linemen are not um of the quality they usually have. So that would be my biggest concern with this game. If you do like the Steelers plus the three and a half, I mean, it's a division game. Getting points is usually pretty good with the AFC North teams. Um, I probably would lean in that direction, but I'm nervous and uh, just because like I said, the Steelers front isn't what we think it is. Somebody,
1: what do you got? Well, I got a lot here. Cause I'm going to throw, we're going to give Matt's plays out at the very end. Uh, we missed one or two of the games we did, we did. Plays too, but I'm going to jump on this. Cause Matt, I kind of like where Matt, where he's going with this, but I'm going to, you know, me, I'm going to throw a teaser into this. So old man in the garage too. This is his second play. He loves the Steelers. Well, he's a diehard Steeler fan, of course. Um, I'm, I'm right with him. I think Steelers can win this game outright. We'll see what happens there, but I like his plays this week. I mean, I like, I mean, I, I, I can see where he's going with Tennessee. I'm different on that, but I love where he's at with the Steelers game too. So Matt likes the under 42. I think he's on to something here. But now what I'm going to do is I'm going to tease. I'm going to tease it up six more points, get it 48 take the under why well both teams slow pace case Keenum now Mayfield quarterbacked today you know he practiced two days in a row I don't care I mean he can play he doesn't scare me case Keenum the maker Mayfield really does not change my perspective of this game at all I think you get Chubb should be back hunts out but the thing is, they're both, like we said, they're slow pace, both of them. Steelers averaging five yards per play. They're 26 in the league. Their offense is about as boring as they come. They're the second worst running team in the league. They got a great running back. They just can't run the ball much. I think it's a low-scoring game. I think Matt's on something here. I love also throwing the points up and taking the under. I think this is a dirty down game here in the AFC North. I don't know what the conditions are. I have not looked at the weather yet. Cleveland is, you know, I'll tell you what, Cleveland is not like laying on a beach. It's usually real windy. It's cloudy. It's rainy. It's a bad time of year up in that area already. I already had the Steelers in a teaser with the Packers got the Steelers up to nine and a half, and I had the Packers at 12 and a half. I gave that out last night, gave it out again tonight. I'm going to add on to Matt. I'm going to piggyback Matt's play, but I'm going to put it in a teaser. I'm going to tease it up, and I'm going to match it with somebody else on the card, and I'll give it out. I'm taking the under. I think it's a low-scoring game.
0: So the weather report for Sunday is 54 degrees. Which is really nice for Cleveland this time of year, but 15 mile an hour wins. So you do have a, an impact on a passing game, which definitely won't pair the Steelers more
1: than the Browns. Steelers will throw the most bubble screens of all time <laughs> in a game.
2: All right. Sounds like it was they're just gonna run uh, last year's offense.
1: <laughs> well, they're it's the same offense. <laughs> well, you're <right>. you're- <laughs> they they do a couple little like little like here and there, a little bit better. Yeah. Now, you know, I think Jason made a great point and
2: I the thing about
1: the thing about this, no, no, I'm done here. I'm done. I'm not going to steal a ran here because I'm OK with the Steelers. They've come back. OK, but I think Jason made a great point about you do got to be a little bit concerned to it. I thought, you know, to it, I think was supposed to be back for this game it was and now and now he isn't. That's a little concerning because, like Jason said, Seattle in that game Sunday night just completely ran a, away from Hayward and they had success. Cleveland will try to do something like that. Now there's rumors, too. I've read many things today about Ingram, the linebacker that wants out of Pittsburgh. I guess the situation's not good. Kansas City came in. For a trade for him and the Steelers declined it because they did not want to give him to a team that could be a competitor now again Kansas City's not playing very well Steelers I'm not getting sucked into the Steelers I'm really not because I just they're three and three I hope they keep winning but is there anything that just blows you away by the Steelers not really Fitzpatrick hasn't done much in the secondary it's kind of yeah like I keep I hope they keep winning I mean, I hope my team makes the playoffs, but eh, trade Ingram. Who cares? Get some draft picks. Let's move on next year. Get some offensive line.
2: All right, here's a a pretty brutal game, in my opinion. So the Bears are hosting the 49ers. 49ers on the road are laying four over under 39 and a half. I didn't look into it when I saw the line. I saw the game. It's ugly. I didn't waste my time on it. So you guys can
0: take the floor. It's, it's, it is it's a tough one to figure out. Uh, the 49ers didn't look great on Sunday night in the elements, but they didn't, also didn't look horrible. They had a chance to win that game. Um, they're probably in a better frame of mind than the Bears are right now. This is another game, too, where you have to look at the injury report because the Bears' defense was really dinged up uh, in Tampa Bay, and it, it showed. That game was over before. You know, There's been a lot of conversations about the announcers in that game and basically not even commenting on the game at all <laughs> after a certain point um, or paying attention to it. Yeah, I just 49ers defense getting healthier, offense getting healthier. I think I, you know, four doesn't seem like quite enough. So it's kind of a little bit of a scary thing there, but probably going to be a low scoring game. I probably feel okay laying the four with the Niners. Probably look to the under here as I don't see the Bears doing much on offense. They're kind of just in shambles there. They can't really protect fields and some of the processing issues that we saw. Um uh, during the draft analysis are kind of coming to fruition. He's the game's just a little too fast for him, it, which is kind of funny after he made the comments in the preseason about how slow it was. Um, so I would probably lean direction. I'm not a big fan of this game. I don't know if I'll be betting on it, but I would probably lean the Niners and lay the four and the under.
1: That Bears game last week was just gross. Because I had the Bears in a teaser. Justin Fields is a mess. Why are They're, you playing? Their backups not any better oh I, why why wouldn't you go with him though Q here's the thing here's my point in this you're three and four you have an okay defense he's nowhere close that was against a Tampa Bay team that has nobody playing in the secondary he couldn't do anything why would you not play Andy dalton why't don't, they, don't because, they have Nick don't they have Nick fools on their team am I incorrect uh, on that?
0: I believe they do have Nick Foles still. Yes. Yeah, I think he okay, does. So, okay, here's my point. Why.
2: I'll tell you why. Because but, they went up and got a top 10 pick to get Justin Fields and they're going
1: But he's not ready. You can yeah, but, watch the game. He's not ready. That was That was you. That yeah. was a train wreck last week. Not because I lost. It was a train wreck. They're just I mean, I, I go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Make your point. No, I'm just saying you're you're not wrong. I mean, he's not ready. You can see that, but when you look and you have Nick Foles, who we already know is not a consistent starter, and you have Andy Dalton, who he's not – he I mean, he's washed up at this point in his career. Um, I mean, Bears, they they wanted their draft pick, the fans. They went up and they got him, so they're just going to ride him out and play him. I mean, ready or not, they're just going to give him the reps. Do I agree with you saying he sucks right now? Absolutely, but they're just going to let him get experience. that That's the basis behind it.
1: But here's the thing. Here's my point. Cause I was watching the game, not because I lost the, the bet. I, I don't care. I mean,
2: that, that a lot.
1: I mean, that happens. I've lost a lot. I've won a lot. I've lost a lot. So the point of this is you have a team that's three and four and I didn't even know. And I, you know, I'm not looking at who's in the playoffs. I mean, who's doing that yet? I mean, you're, you're insane if you're doing that because I think they said the Steelers are in the playoffs. I'm like, all right, then this is really stupid. But They're not far out of being out of anything making the playoffs. Why are you throwing a kid in there that against, again, I'm not saying they were going to beat Tampa, but, man, if you watch that game, and I did, they had, he had no, he was throwing the ball to just nobody. He has no clue what's going on. And, okay, so is that helping him? Or is that right now you're throwing him out there? And it's just going to hurt his I, – I don't even know. I don't want to say ceiling, but is it hurting where he could go? If you're throwing out there and he's taking hits already and he has no clue, then you, then you lose confidence and then you're starting to doubt where you're going when you have two veteran quarterbacks that could go there, time manage the game a little bit, and you have an okay defense. Could you sneak in? You maybe could. I get what you're That's saying. You made a good point. I mean, the fans wanted them. The team wanted them. Good luck. Be horrible again. Get another good pick. And maybe you're okay. I mean, they have a lot of injuries, but maybe I just love Andy Dalton. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, you like the old, uh, the redheaded.
1: They I, uh, maybe the red-headed I do. Even Nick Foles. Well, you know why? Maybe I like Nick Foles. I don't know. No, I'm just saying. I just like where. The veteran quarterbacks are. I don't understand what they're doing. He's a disaster right now. I don't like anything about this. This game's ugly. San Francisco is just a train wreck too. You have the same situation to me. You have two quarterbacks. Who's your quarterback? One guy's hurt. Another guy says he's hurt. Then he plays. Mm.
2: Man, Ed, I, Ed, speak real quick. I don't want to tie up too much time. But did you see what they, what the? Uh, I think it was Martellus Bennett, the tight end for uh, New England, said. Uh, When they had, I think it was 2011, they were 14 and two, and he goes, we lost one game because Jimmy G, and he goes, he's just a bitch. He didn't want to play. At the right at the last minute, he said, oh, I'm not playing, and he was like, he cost us the game, and and I'll lose. I'll never speak to him again. I mean, that's that's Jimmy G for you. Um, There you go. I mean, that's what your your starter is. And then Trey Lance, I mean, he only took 40 snaps career in college or something like that. I mean, it was something stupidly low. So, same situation. I mean, train wreck. Both teams are train wrecks. And I don't see both sides getting better. The 49ers, they they capitalized that one year with Kaepernick because nobody knew you know, how to cover him. He takes them to the Super Bowl. He was kind of that RG3 thing. And after that, they really haven't done much. I mean, well, they okay, a couple years ago when you got Shanahan initially, but after that, I mean – Straight downhill.
1: Yeah, and I, I kind of like – I know Jason can add into this. I mean, Lynch, I like him as a GM. He seemed okay. Now, they have been hit with some injuries. I do like oh, Samuel, a wide receiver. But the quarterback situation – again, Lance was always going to be the project of the draft. I mean, he was yeah. the project of the whole thing. Jason, go ahead. We're kind of still on top. So, so no, just a little update on
0: injuries with San Francisco because it actually will be a factor in this game. Trey Lance is back, but they are down – uh, Debo Samuel did not practice today. Uh, J- Javon Kinlaw, Maurice Hurst, Jaquiski Tart, starting safety, Trent Williams. So they got really banged up in that Sunday night game. So uh also Aziz Al-Shahir, their middle the linebacker. He has also got a concussion. He won't probably play this week. Alex Mack, um, the center, he actually he's just resting though because he's old. But I'm saying they're that's a banged up football team. I would stay away from any picking a side in this game. Uh, this looks like a good under. Uh, Bears defense, they're going to get Hakeem Hicks back. Um, David Montgomery will not come off the IR. He was eligible. So they don't have any weapons. Al Robinson looks like he's a go this week. But uh, yeah, I really like the under here, not the line. I think
1: Mac, Mac, I think, is out, correct?
0: No, he's actually okay. He's just like, so there's resting him. So who will play?
1: Oh, okay. So I see, I heard he was out. Okay. So sorry. I. If you Turner said that, like, Williams looks up. like
0: he's gonna be out.
1: Yeah, this this to me is just I'm no no way. Okay. I, I have no I have no clue where to go here. I mean I I, I kind of like it. It's 39 and a half. I would te- I would tease it up. I'd tease it up six points, take the under.
2: All right. Let's move on because we spent a lot of time on a garbage game. Here's another garbage game. I don't want to spend much time on the Jags Seahawks. Seahawks are at home laying three and a half over under is 44. I mean, I'm just going to, because they're playing at home, the Jaguars have to travel to Seattle, which is a tough place to play. Um, if if you put a gun to my head and I had to pick a side, I would take Seattle minus the three and a half. But it's it's, it's just a stay away for me. I mean, would I be surprised if the Jaguars left there with a victory? Absolutely not, because, Geno you know, Smith's playing. Um, you know, now there's rumors swirling around that Russell Wilson doesn't want to be in Seattle. You know, is is there any smoke to that? um or fire to that smoke i should say uh you know you're the expert on that if the uh yeah, right if the seahawks win he's <laughs> surprised so it's a trash game stay away for me
0: i i you know it's uh the Jags have not come through at any time you picked them this year and uh they've been a nice juicy dog with the anti-public which i love uh I do like them this week. I think they line up pretty well against the Seahawks in that they have a good run defense. They have a good running attack. Um, they kind of do. They've actually had some decent halves. They have some really bad halves, too. Um, wasn't really impressed with Seattle on Monday night. Uh, you know, other than the one big play to DK Metcalf, that was a brutal offensive game from Geno Smith. And I've never seen anybody at that level, especially he's been in the league now, I think, close to 10 years. And could literally not manage the play clock. They burned two timeouts in the second half because he literally could just not get the play and get the guys up to the line of scrimmage to snap the ball. You just don't see that out of veteran quarterback. So I'm going to take the Jags with the three and a half, especially if the half stays there. Probably grab it tonight just to make sure I get it. Uh, like I said, another dog. It's anti-public. I like everything about it. Obviously, I Seattle's usually pretty good at home. So we'll see how Lawrence handles all the noise. Um, in that field, but I, I just I think it's gonna be a close low scoring game is because I think that's all Seattle's gonna play until Russell gets back.
1: Yeah, that game, I think his player pro I mean, what was that like an 84 85 yeah. yard touchdown pass? And he still yes. did not hit his, I think, over passing <laughs> yards in that game. That's crazy. First play of the game, like he throws. Yeah, this is another, I mean, this is an ugly game. Seattle, you know, their defense has been really bad, but they played okay against the Steelers, and then they've come back and they've played some. Okay. Low scoring kind of games. Jacksonville's coming off a buy. What can you get here? I I mean, man, oh man. Open 48. It's down to 44. <laughs> well, of course, hey. I mean, of course it would. I mean, could you tease this up and take the under in this and get 50 and take the under I, maybe, I would probably, uh, yeah. I mean, I think I would. I would take a chance with Jacksonville on this and tease them up to nine and a half.
0: Come on board. Come I, on board.
1: I mean, Trevor Lawrence, party boy, uh, the coach. You know, um, let's let's go, let's go, Jags here. Coming off, yeah, Seattle. You know, the only thing that's a little scary with this, and we'll get off this game. It's like you said, this is a bad game. Is Seattle's been so close to winning some games? I, I don't know about like covering. But to win the games, but they've been close. But yeah, this this ugly. I would tease Jacksonville up. I'd tease the points yeah. up, take the under. I'd take Jacksonville up six points and take the up. All
2: right. I actually do like this game a lot coming up. So New England travels to SoFi Stadium to play Chargers. Chargers land four and a half over under 49. I love the Chargers coming off a of bye. Um, they got boat raced their game prior to their bye against the Ravens. I think they bounced back. I mean, Herbert. You know, he, anything he was doing um his receivers weren't catching the balls that they should have he was throwing some bad passes they reset i like this team a lot they have a lot of weapons uh, patriots have a solid defense um you know they they they've played really well the last two games but i think they're catching the chargers at a bad time especially on the road if they were playing the char- chargers at home i would you know lean more towards the patriots but i like the chargers coming off a bye and then off a bad loss um at home so i would lay the four and a half
1: this is a tough one um this is four and a half now wow is- it is that yeah. i had it in my notebook at six i did you see how quick i just looked to the computer yeah. there when it's you said that half. i was like, what? wow yeah. okay yeah no i had that
0: at six too um so obviously that shows you that uh people are agreeing with q and they are on the patriots because <laughs> they really hit that line you look the biggest thing in this game is that uh New England likes to run the football. They want to run the football. They've been okay at it this year, but the Chargers do not defend the run well at all. Um, and they really have been exploited by that. So uh, the Ravens clearly gashed them, and uh, Cleveland had all they could eat as well. They just couldn't defend them. Um, it's You know, I just – I like Herbert. I don't think the Patriots are quite that at that level to go on the road and um, beat the Chargers. I think the Chargers are still a pretty good football team. Um, They're a very
2: they good team.
0: Yeah, so – that's
2: why one. I'm, I'm laying the points with the chargers coming off of and buying a bad loss.
0: Yeah. I, I like the premise of that. Oh, sorry. so I had it backwards. So I, I think I like that. I don't know the four and a half. I like that. It's coming down. If that's somehow, I don't think it'll get much lower than this, uh, but I'm probably going to stay away. I, I I think this is a pretty interesting game to see what new England has. Cause Mac Jones on the road, he, you know, they sh- should be okay. Cause they should have a running game. So he shouldn't have to be the, the focus of the offense, but yeah, I'm gonna stay away, but I probably lean a little bit toward the chargers. I just don't like the number.
1: Yeah, I, I was shocked when he said that. I that's probably the fastest I've turned to a computer screen right there. I had it down. I mean, this, I mean, I thought I even looked at this last night at six. I really like the chargers. Now, New England is one the last six ATS against the Chargers. Chargers, four and two ATS, New England, three and four ATS. I really liked the minus six. I really liked the Chargers in a teaser. With it coming down like this, now I'm kind of like, Ugh, I would maybe take a chance now and take the Patriots up to 10 and a half and see what happens. And I've been okay with New England in some of these games where a lot of people don't think they're going to win the game and they kind of hang a little bit i'm gonna to have to pause on this one just because of that the line move here that's oh you know why i'm gonna tell you why i forgot about this uh the running back for uh the, the chargers is eckler eckler is going to be out i think or could be rolled out okay so okay. that's why mm-hmm. that i did see that right before we came on and I kind of, I didn't write it down and now it popped in my brain. That's why I think that changed.
2: All right.
1: Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that, that hurts. I mean, they still got, I mean, I love this chart. I love the quarterback. I love the wide receivers. I think they got a lot of weapons. I love this team. I love this team in the AFC in that division. I I just don't, you know, is that going to be, I mean, he does a lot for that team. This, This that's, that's a pause. That's a pause for me.
0: Yeah, but it's it's rare for a running back to be worth that much in a point spread. So uh, there's definitely some New England money that has, has come in. Um, and, you know, they have capable backups. And nobody's as good as that. But Kelly and Jackson are OK. And this team wants to throw the ball anyway. So um, there's definitely some sharp interest on the Patriots that line to move that, line and move that quickly.
2: All right, let's move on because we got four more games we got to cover in about ten to fifteen minutes. So, Washington football team travels to Denver. Denver is laying three over under forty-four. I actually am on the side of the Washington football team here. The Broncos are just getting decimated with injuries. I believe it was last week Von Miller uh, got hurt. Um, Their offense, I mean Teddy Bridgewater's struggling right now. They they obviously don't want to go to Drew Locke. He's not any better. I think the Washington football team is going to have opportunities against a, uh, an injury riddled defense um, to make some moves, you know, obviously Sertan's going to be on McLaurin um, all day, but I think, you know, Adam Humphreys, they'll, they'll try to work him in there. Um, you know, Antonio Gibson's still being productive, even though he's got that fracture in his uh, leg. Uh, J.D. Um, yeah. J.D. McKissick, you know, he's doing really well. And I, and I think you'll see, you um, uh what's uh heineke sorry i blanked there i think you'll see him clean up a little bit um i I just think this broncos team is reeling the football team has been in some games the broncos really haven't in my opinion the last few weeks so uh give me the plus three um but i would actually that's a like play i love a teaser though
0: oh no i I agree football team you know they won the box score against green bay i don't don't know what happened in the red zone i wasn't watching the game but for some reason they were always it seemed like they were always on the green base side of the field yet scoring no points so um i think they've had it a couple times this year where they won the box score and haven't won the game so i like them here i denver for me when i saw them playing against the steelers you kind of saw that they were a little bit of a, a fraud like the defense isn't quite as good as it was supposed to be the offense you know they're getting some guys back but it's not really that dynamic of an offense i, I think if it gets into a shootout the football team can score them and you look at the stats now the denver's defense that i mean their ratings have plummeted over the last few weeks i think the football team can put up points i'm not sure the broncos can so i will actually take the three uh on the road with the uh football team
1: lone wolf here all over denver i i just i'm not trying this the football team stinks i'm not taking them i've said it now for weeks heineke's done i mean he can run around it's a nice story it's over it's boring it bores me uh, they didn't move the ball last week. I don't care. Denver Teddy's, uh, you know, Teddy's moving the ball. He's throwing some good, you know, some yards, good percentage. Just can't score. Same thing. What you guys said last with uh, this, um, I'm gonna say skins. Skins, <laughs> the skins moved the ball too. Got down the red zone. Couldn't score. Luckily, I had the teaser uh, against them, so it helped me out here. I just if judy's coming back son's good they got the tight end they got two good running backs i i I think it's a tough place to play to elevation i you're i mean i'm sorry i mean teddy if any if he's gonna look okay this is a defense to do it the secondary's garbage chase young is just nowhere near anybody defense is not good Heineke's been good game, bad game, good game, bad game. He had a good game last week. Mm, Could be a bad game. I'm taking Denver minus the three.
2: I would actually argue and say he had a bad game because he cost his team three potential touchdowns. So I think he actually bounces back. He was diving into the end zone. They say he gave himself up. So that was no touchdown. He fumbles at the goal line on a QB sneak uh, to defend him. I don't know why a quarterback on 190 pounds is running a QB sneak. I think that was – over an absolutely stupid play that's not on him um and then he 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 underthrew a ball uh into the end zone it was supposed to be a fade he threw it about six yards too short uh so i think coming off a bad game i think he'll, he'll correct it there so um that that would be why they didn't score jason because they had three turnovers um within the 10-yard line um all right let's move on so we have an NF- nfc south game so the bucks travel to new orleans the Bucks are laying five over unders fifty. I would tease down the Bucs in this. I know, uh, you know, you're, you're only crossing the, the minus three here. I just don't see the same. I mean, I don't. I could see it being a three point game just because the Saints are kind of wonky. Uh, now, obviously, they beat them with Drew Brees last year. I believe in both games. They don't have him this this year. Um, but division games, you know, rivalries, anything can happen. But I like the Bucs in a teaser. I think they're the better team.
0: Yeah, it's uh I think this is another game where I'm going to I'm going to go with the home team getting the points. I think I'm going to take the Saints. I like the defense. Uh the defense w- was a pretty apparent on Monday night, that it's a pretty good unit. Um Tampa Bay still has some injuries. They're getting guys back there for this game, which makes it a little scary. Uh yeah, they didn't play well against uh the Saints at all last year, uh except when it mattered uh in the playoffs. So, um Yeah, I just, you know, I just have a feeling it's nervous as heck to take Jameis at any point. Uh, And the Saints have been up and down every week. I don't even know if that was an up last week on Monday night. I think it was just kind of, you know, basically they won the game. I Seattle obviously had their chances with uh, the missed field goals late. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take the points here. I I think maybe a close game, maybe low scoring. Uh, Both defenses are very good against the run. Um, I just, that's where I'm leaning here. I'm going to take the points in this one because I don't think anybody else is.
1: Yeah, I'm on the Saints. Uh, Saints 5-1 and one last, 6 ATS against Tampa, 11-1-1 one one ATS as a dog. You know, you said, I agree with you, Jason. I thought their defense played well, but we said earlier on the show is against Geno Smith. It was against a bad <laughs> offense. So let's don't get ahead of ourselves here. But I do like that team. I think they can defend. They got a lot of weapons now. Who's out for Tampa? A lot of, you know, Gronk's been out. Brown's been out a little bit. That they still have so many weapons. The thing though, they can't really run the ball. They're not great. They're not running the ball extremely well. I like the Saints secondary. I like their defense. I think their defense is very good. Now, here's a stat too. Tampa six and one. They're three and four ATS though. Another team like the Rams. You know, we talked about um, big win, but they get high lines and everything like it. I love the Saints in a teaser. You get the saints up to like 11 and 11 points at home man. I'm all over it. Secondary. What could, uh, you know, what can some of these teams not do against Tampa? Well, you saw it. Justin Fields couldn't do it. He couldn't throw the ball down the field. Winston can throw the ball down the field. Now he might throw it sometimes to the wrong team down the field, Mm -hmm. but he can throw at least the ball down the field. I want to see him put some pressure on it. That place will be rocking. Good environment, tough game. I think Tampa wins. I love the Saints. I love the Saints in a teaser for sure. I'll take I'll take the Saints in this game.
2: All right, here's an interesting game, and, and I'll break this down. So the Cowboys are traveling to Minnesota. Minnesota's laying two and a half, overrunners 54. Uh, the only reason Minnesota's laying the two and a half, I think, is because there's a question about Dak Prescott. Uh, it's got to be the only reason. Um, I'm not impressed with the Vikings. You know, I'm looking at their schedule. Anytime they played it, they're so they're three and three. They lose to a good Bengals team. They lose to a good Cardinals team, and they lose to a, a decent Browns team. They've beat an 0 seven Lions. I'm going to call the Panthers 0 and four because that three and zero start was a fluke, and they beat you know the Seahawks. Um, I'm not sold on the Vikings. They've they're playing really sloppy. Uh, you know they've had Dalvin Cook. They've had Adam Thielen. Um, uh, Justin Jefferson, I'm just not impressed if Dak plays. I think they roll. Um, I, I look at Dallas, the schedule, I see two potential losses, the Raiders, I think are the real deal and the Cardinals, uh, towards the end of the season. I, I think this is a real Cowboys team that can really compete, uh, for a shot at the Super Bowl. And as long as Dak plays, I think they're going to roll. So if he plays, give me the money line, uh, play.
0: No, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I'm going the other way, going back with school. Give me the, give me the Vikings at home against the the Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys,
2: you're against every play I've, I've done. I am. Yeah, we
0: are going head to head. We we don't even need to get go to. The it's gonna ball. be great. Gonna go it's go gonna be together. great.
1: Text messages over the
0: weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, you know, you've, you've taken a lot of the favorites and you've taken a lot. I'll go with the go. The, i actually, I'm taking the favorite here, but you're taking that. I mean, I understand taking Dallas to the points and I really think a lot of their defense success, is a lot of them turnovers and, and eventually that will dry up and Minnesota good offense on, on passing. not so great random run. Pretty good pass defense. And you have to need that against Dallas, the wide receivers that they have. Um Prescott's obviously questionable. So that's a big thing there. And I think, like you said, you know, you you weren't thinking the Vikings were that impressive, but their losses are good, and they've been in all these games. Now, granted, they were awful against the Lions and should have been lost that game. It took a miracle to basically get through that one. But uh, you know, the, the Vikings, I think they're they're kind of on the right track. I like them at home here. Um, you know, laying two and a half is kind of crazy. I thought we'd be getting points at this point, but I'm still okay with it because I'm going against the public. Basically, three to one tickets on the Cowboys. Give me the uh, anti-public home favorite, which is weird um with the Vikings
1: yeah Dallas one and seven ATS last eight in Minnesota well this is what I did remember earlier in the show when I gave out a play and I said tease the the Jets Bengals game up to 49 who am I matching it with well I'm matching it with this game I'm taking a chance I'm going to take a chance right now and I did already and I posted it I took this game up to 59 and a half and I took the under well why well I don't think he's gonna play I don't think he's gonna play now I know he slightly practiced today and he said he's okay but he's not making the call here a great somebody said today they said I think it was on um daily wager and said why would you play him if he's not a hundred percent the division stinks the eagles stink the skins stink who else is in that? Giants, they stink. Why are you taking a chance playing your franchise quarterback? Who cares if you lose? You're in, what are they? Five and one. Okay, you go five and two if you lose. Who cares? Get him back in a week or so. You're going to win the division. No one else in that division is beating Cowboys if he's back in a week or two. No one. So, Cooper. who is it? Cooper Rush? Yeah,
2: Cooper Rush. Well, okay. player.
1: Yeah, he's thrown like three passes. So I'm going to take a chance. And, you know, a lot of people will take Vikings. Well, I'm, you know, maybe he does play. But even if he does play, how about if he can't do some of the stuff that he usually does? Maybe they kind of, eh, we're not going to drop him back as much. We're going to run the ball a little bit more with Pollard and Elliott. So eats the clock a little bit. I'm going to take a chance. Like I said, Bengals 49 under Bengals jets taking the under and the vikings dallas 59 and a half i'm going to take a chance that prescott does does not play or if he does it's very limited and they kind of dumb it down a little bit yeah to that point
0: the cowboys have a three and a half game lead already in the nfc east we're six games
1: in like i don't, think, I don't think he plays i don't yeah. think he plays i think you're i think you're a fool if you play him this week now and you know real quick they said um, Kevin Durant had the same injury and tried to play, and then he blew his leg out. Oh,
2: <laughs> Yeah, that was in the playoffs. He blew his Achilles out. That's right. Yep, I remember so, that. Again,
1: why, why play the guy?
2: No, I mean, absolutely a fair point. If he plays, they're going to win. If he doesn't play, they're going to lose. It's as simple as that.
1: Oh, I don't if- know about that, I'll take a side bet with you. And we used to do a side bet. If he plays, because I don't think – now, listen, I love this Dallas team because I love – I've said it on the show. I love their double tight end. I love their double uh, running backs, wide receiver. They don't even have a Gallup playing right now. And Matt is the smartest man because I think Matt still has a ticket on him to win MVP. So, hopefully, he doesn't miss a lot of time for Matt because he has not missed anything. He's amazing this year. The, The guy on defense is intercepting a ball every game and their defense has got good and it digs now they now their coach is a bonehead Offensive <laughs> coordinator smart the head coach is a bonehead um i think if even if i think if he plays vikings still have a shot in this personally i just don't think he's going to be 100% if he plays i think it's a tight game i if he plays i'm just hoping now watch they'll go out and probably score 60 themselves so let's move <laughs>
2: All right, last game of the slate. So the Chiefs are hosting the Giants. Obviously, they they. I'm gonna almost. I'm gonna call it a shutout. I mean, they lose twenty-seven to three. I mean, they they would the first. I mean, they they really shouldn't even have got to three. Um, this would be a money line parlay play for me. I do think the Chiefs bounce back and they get their fourth win of the season at home, um, but I I don't have enough. I mean, you could tease them down. So the line is minus nine and a half. Overrunners fifty two, I would bump this to a six and a half point teaser. Um, I use Barstool and Fandle, so you can bump it up to a ten point teaser. Obviously, the odds change, uh, but I stick between six and seven. So this would be if it's nine and a half. I'm gonna I'm gonna bump it down to minus three, uh, and I would feel comfortable there. But this is a money line parlay play that I would you know roll them into.
0: Yes, I mean. <laughs> I'm interested to see – actually, I'm going to take a quick look to see what the betting percentages are in this game. is because, I mean, you have New York and you have the Giants who actually played pretty well. They came obviously upset the Panthers last week, which really wasn't much of an upset. oh uh, yeah, an upset. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't an upset. It, it was an upset on the line and nothing else because Giants are a far better football team. Um, you know, I think Mina Kimes said it's on ESPN this week. Kansas City's offense is working. They're just turning the ball over. And the turnovers are weird, like the deflections or things like that. Um, they've had, had a lot of – there have been a lot and maybe that kind of loss again get an ass kicking like it was um will wake them up and kind of get things back in line with them um it was weird because their defense got healthier chris jones was back for that game against tennessee which really i thought was gonna make a huge impact and they would play better well they um, shut. i mean they shut tennessee down in the second half yeah we can take that i guess right <laughs> yeah. but uh i know a lot of people are gonna like danny dimes here on the road because he seems to play better on the road and no one seems to know why um, but who's he
2: gonna play? Who's he gonna play with? And I, I, mean, I hate to keep cutting you off, but it's like,
0: no, they're,
2: it's point. every week their all their entire offense is their eleven man offense is on on the injury list, <laughs> and <laughs> it's out so like, of
0: truth. All the skill talent, like that's what made the Panther game was so much more head scratchers that he had nothing, and they like obviously the game was what eight three I think for most of it, and then uh yeah. I was happy to have the under there. I'm not sure if I gave it on the show, but that was uh, got me off to a good start on a Sunday or at least from what saved the poor start. Um, yeah, I just think the Giants like have played a little bit above their head uh, because they have a ton of injuries, too. Like you mentioned, offense, and they even let their top tackler and Martinez is out. I don't see the, – they're not a team that gets a lot of pressure. They can't do the things that some of these other teams have done to give Kansas City problems. Obviously, Tennessee, that pass rush came out of nowhere, and it was really effective and bothered – you know, and they're going to try to do the same game plan. I think Mahomes will pick them apart. Like I said, I think sometimes it just takes a beating to, to kind of get your head clear and wake up and uh, play better. Uh, I'll lay the nine and a half with the Chiefs. I just don't think the Giants are going to be able to uh, keep up with them. But I think with Kansas City getting some guys back on defense, I think they'll play well enough. I think they kind of have to. I think they start to realize this is for real now. They're in last place in the West. And they're a couple games back. I mean, there's actually literally a shot they could miss the playoffs, the way they're this playing. So. Playoff. So They're in yeah. playoff mode now. Yeah, this is circle the wagons week for the Chiefs. I will I will lay the nine and a half. Hopefully it will come down a little more, so I'll wait on it. I'm hoping maybe eight and a half. I don't know. I might be a little optimistic. But uh, definitely like the Chiefs
1: laying the points there. Um, potential over just because I think the Chiefs are going to get right. You would think Mahomes would just play great because he would want to get out of the house and get away from that wife and his brother. You talk you about think,
2: Do you think the most his brother? Do you think his brother goes to scan his ticket and they say, Sir, I don't know what's wrong with your barcode must be jaded.
1: <laughs> did you did you see the new one real quick that is what they were in like in a restaurant and he was sitting at the table and the brother was standing up and then the wife pops in and you know she's dancing, like and then she puts her, you know, butt in the camera, and then he's well, been, her then well, yeah. I mean, good for her. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'll I'll kind of clean it up a little bit here but uh <laughs> the brother then started doing this stupid dance man what of the most two annoying people maybe in the country and that's tough because there's a lot of annoying people in the country I think it's those two no wonder he sucks right now because he goes home and he's like man my life just sucks
2: <laughs> there, there's no other athlete not only football player but athlete whose wife has just as much media attention as the player does. But I mean, why? I can't why because of his brother Jackson and do all those TikToks and social but media here's the
1: thing with that too. Why is his brother have anything?
2: Because it's Jackson Mahomes, his oh, brother, man. Patrick. Mahomes. So he's got instant notoriety because it's his brother and he, it goes viral because people what follow gun. him. That's why it, what they're gun. all there. His wife now, his wife does have some businesses. I'll give her that. Like she's a, a a stakeholder in the, whatever the Kansas city women's soccer team is. But so she's got more, you know, uh more notoriety than, than Jackson Mahomes does. Jackson Mahomes is riding his brother's coattails, plain and simple. I mean, if there's no Pat Mahomes, there's no Jackson Mahomes. She actually had a shot it's at it. It's weird how they like
1: hang out and do all these videos together. Yeah. But You know they what have- I would do? I'll give them some advice. Put them in a car, drive them deep in the woods, kick them out real quick and see if they find their way home. Okay, moving on hey, to the, game. the
2: games. Tell them the games in the Meadowlands <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> moving
1: moving on, I'm done with my rant with those two clowns. No wonder he stinks. 17 turnovers by the Chiefs, 2 and 5 ATS. They are 2 and 9 ATS last 11 at home. Giants 7 and 1 ATS against Kansas City. Q made a great point. Who plays for the Giants? They have so many guys hurt all the time. I don't see it here. I think you guys, I think both of you kind of said this, Q started this. I think it was a great point. They are in playoff mode because if they don't start winning games, they have no shot. They have no shot. You know, and I'm going to say it on air and I said it to Q uh, on a text and I've said it to a couple people and this is nothing to be because this is a horrible situation but I'm going to say this, but where's the head coach's mindset at? His son goes on trial soon for a situation that, you know, really changed the life of a young girl and her family and everything, which is very heartbreaking. So I'm going to watch my words on this, and not try to be, you know, put on a ramp mode here. Where's his brain in this coaching? Is it because there's some situations going on in his life? let's just be honest his family life has not been the best
2: no and and, i mean i hate to say this but his mind does need to be on on the situation that i'm not saying his son's innocent or guilty i wasn't there i don't know the report but like you brought it up where is it i mean if it's not on his son that to me that's a problem you know i hate to say but
1: and there's and there's a lot and there's a you know let's and again here's the team you know they won got there didn't play well in the super Bowl. You know, teams change. They don't have a good defense either. I mean, they got it and stuff can change. Teams can kind of figure out Patrick Mahomes a little bit. Everybody was like right away, like this guy's the best quarterback of all time. Okay, slow it down. Yeah, he's really good. He's talented. But slow it down a little bit. Things can change. Good teams can kind of go backwards a little bit. In this situation, though, why wouldn't you tease down? The Chiefs get them down to about minus three and a half or three here. Let's see where the line goes here. They're gonna win. I think they'll win by double. I think they'll go anywhere from seven to ten points. I think they'll be okay in, in this. Team. I see this you, like a 31-17.
2: Uh, they yeah.
1: could even win, they could even win more than that. Yeah, they could they I agree with you. Probably should have set it higher. And you know, in a teaser, I think I mean get it down to three and a half. This is they win by double digits in this one. I think they put it on them this week. So this is a game they come back. This is just a Giants team. I mean, Jason made a great point. Uh, Danny Dimes does play better on the road, but I just can't see the Giants. Yeah, when
2: his team shows up, like we said, his team is on the injury list. So is he going to play, you know, by himself?
1: Best advice, Patrick, win the game, maybe stay in a hotel for a week.
2: (laughs) Hey, Aaron Rodgers said it's hurting his back to sleep in the hotel. He goes, I got to get, I got to sleep at home and, Hey, it's maybe oh, Pat, he's my, younger, Pat won't hurt.
1: Goodness gracious. I liked last week when Q's like, you just despise them. I'm like, they're just annoying. So every time like something didn't go well, I took I took a picture of Jackson and said, and said my career's ruined. Or then a picture of his wife and said, yeah. Yeah, they're a distraction.
2: I mean like- Oh, it's a
1: distraction. They're annoying. Could you imagine that? That was your life. You're sitting in a restaurant. They're getting up and dancing in the middle of a restaurant. It looked like a restaurant. I'd be like, sit down, I'm trying to eat.
2: I saw a funny meme, and then we'll we'll, we'll end the show. Aaron Rodgers is talking to Mahomes, and he was like, "There's a simple solution: just cut your family off." I did; it works well. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jay. He's he's obviously doing pretty well. He's having an MVP season, and um, yeah.
1: Hey, real quick before we get out of here, roll. Oh, hit, roll. Hey, hit
2: nail plays real quick.
1: Yeah, let's go. I mean, Matt, Matt, I'm not going to go into tonight's stuff. Uh, Matt posted it. Again, Matt loves the Steelers Cleveland under 42. He liked Green Bay plus six and a half tonight. Looking good. He likes the Bills minus uh, 13 and a half. He likes a little pizza money on the Lions money line. And he's like Q and old man in the garage. He likes Tennessee plus one and a half. So there All is right. Maddie's ice plays of the week.
2: I like it. Good show. A lot of information. We'll be back next week with college and NFL again. We're gonna still work on some guests. I know we're uh, about midway through the season. We got a lot of football left uh, in both NFL and college. Uh, we got basketball coming up, so we'll try to land some basketball guests as well. We'll fit that in the schedule as college basketball nears. Um, but like I said, we'll uh, for football. We're definitely working on some uh, some big guests. So just stay tuned and. Um, as we always end a show, we say, just bang your bookies. See ya.
0: Thanks for listening to the notebook wagering podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow
2: at notebook wagering until next time.